This is Who Kicked the Corner Flag, an English soccer game show podcast. With Kevin De Bruyne, who sets up a shot and scores. And now it's with Harry Kane, and it's another chance to make it three, and he doesn't miss this time. That's Coutinho for Salah. Oh, that's brilliant. Mo Salah's header from Coutinho's excellent cross. And here's your host, James Rose. This is episode 13 of our second season. Hope you're all having a good week. Joining me once again this week is the chairman of the Casey Spurs, the man who's pleased Hugo Lloris can sleep with a clean sheet from the weekend, pun intended, and who believes being up at 9.30pm on a weeknight for Chipotle is living on the edge. Good man. It's Jared Bustamante. How are you, bud? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, I'm trying to figure out how I'm trying to write this thank you note to PSV. How do you say thank you in Dutch? <laughs> <laughs> They'll take gift baskets, whatever you, uh, whatever you send to them. They'll Lots of it. cheese. Lots of cheese. <laughs> Love and, it. And, 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 and tulips. I think they have <laughs> any of those. Uh, we're also delighted to welcome back onto the pod uh, Boyce's stand-in during his travels abroad, the vice chairman of the Casey Gooners, and the man who believes Lucas Torreira wants a new bicycle for Christmas would make a nice gift. It's Brent Anderson. How are you, bud? I'm doing fantastic. I would be happy to buy Lucas Torreira a bicycle, a Ferrari, anything he wants. Wow, stretch that budget. Love it, love it. Uh, <laughs> now, we're going to try a new game today, which is very much in beta, but uh, we'll see what happens here. It's a game I like to call Grade of the Game. Grade of the Game. Uh, similar in nature to Top 3, uh, all our guys have to do is guess which of the week and weekend's Premier League fixtures was given the highest grade by independent survey. So literally... A, B, C, F. Uh, It also allows our players to pick a game they want to talk about. So, you know, balance the power, not me snubbing Jared over Burnley. Um, (laughs) So, four points for guessing an A game, three points for a B game, two points for a C game, and one point for an F game. Uh, Each player is going to get to pick two fixtures. Uh, So, Jared, we're going to start with you. Out of all those fixtures, uh, starting from last Tuesday, if you can remember far back then, um, to uh, Monday, I guess, which uh, was given the A grade? I don't think I have to go back that far. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, City Invincible no longer. City 2-0 lost to Chelsea. That is... Yeah, that's absolutely great A, so that'll get you a good jump start on those four points. Finally defeated, as you mentioned, uh, Manchester City have finally fallen uh, to Chelsea, who I think a lot of people would be surprised to say it would be Chelsea, based on the fact that uh, Spurs had them beat uh, the week before last. Uh, Wolves, of course, had them beat midweek. So, Jared, how did they suddenly spring back and beat Manchester City two goals to nil? I It is a wacky, crazy world we live in, <laughs> yeah. James. Uh you know, you look at this match and just uh, you had mistakes by Chelsea that City uh, normally just, I feel like in any other day, would have just pounced upon and, 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 and buried any other side. Yeah. Uh, at, 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 at one point, you had Kepa just give away uh, a, a pass out of the back. And you have a Gabriel Jesus who's just sitting with the ball just inside the top of the box. He tries to curl it at far post. And I can't remember if Kepa saved it. Uh, and then apologized or went wide and then he apologized. But uh, <laughs> things like that, I mean, you had uh, time after time, you just felt like, as we've said for the past two, three years, well, surely City's going to score because because they do score. Uh, as, so the subplot here isn't the fact that they lost, uh, but the fact that they lost and were shut out, that's, that's incredible here. Um, mm-hmm. I think no one was, uh, you know, you had Sterling kind of, uh, you know, uh, a mistouch had kind of a sitter 
right at the six, one that he would normally put away didn't. Uh, I think everything just kind of uh, went Chelsea's way here. If you saw, I think Conte's goal, I mean, just streaking right through the middle and hitting it. Uh, Hazard just laying it right across the middle and just hitting him in stride. And he wasn't marked. Mm-hmm. I think the picture of the, the picture of the match could be summed up with Leroy Sané standing at the spot after Conte buries that into the roof of the net, just looking up, knowing it was his fault. Uh, and it just was not their day. It was all Chelsea. Um, this is why we play him, right? Mm-hmm. This is why we play these games, because you never know what's going to happen in the Premier League. Uh, Brent, give me your uh, opinions on Manchester City. There's obviously this thought that they were going to go ahead and steamroll another year and you know win the title uh but does this game and this result now make us kind of think twice about that perhaps uh, there's no doubting their dominance but like i can't you know negate my delight at preserving the invincibles record let me remind everyone from 2003 to 2004 <laughs> uh because that is substantial but the <laughs> They're go- they're 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 going to they're going to steamroll. They're they're going to continue on. I think this was a drop in form without question against a top team. But what I loved, and this is you guys were touching on it. What I love, I, I I've started to now that I've been living in the Midwest a while. I've started to sort of look at the Premier League kind of like college basketball. Whereas no matter who is seemingly just unstoppable you don't freaking know and Mm -hmm. i love that i mean it's what keeps us coming back week to week Mm -hmm. there is no no predictability so to watch chelsea drop points against wolves midweek come back and shut out city was absolutely shocking to me Mm -hmm. and you know to watch that luis goal at the end i was just like man that was freaking beautiful and to watch edinson just stand there was like oh just beautiful (laughs) it was symphonic Love it. But yeah, no, no, no. I mean, it, like, this is what is so great about this league. But Jared touched on on so many like technical aspects of how things broke down. That is surprising. They will they will hunker down and they will come back and they will continue to steamroll. And I, I, I need to pivot from them to another steamrolling team in Liverpool. Of like, come on, in two two matches over the span of what five six days, you've got seven goals to one. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely frightening. Um, and Bournemouth, we, you know, we were talking earlier in the week, no slouch there, and they just decimated them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm really, you know, and, and I'm sure Jared is the same. I'm like, we're sitting here looking at our teams going, I love you, but yeah, no, we're not going to top them. Um, be better. Yeah. Be, be best. <laughs> Please be best. <laughs> Work a little bit harder. Yeah, Brent. Let's uh, let's go ahead and get your uh, your take on on those fixtures. Which of all of the ones played over the week and weekend? Uh, you might have just mentioned it, but go ahead and say it again. Uh, got the A grade? Do you think? My God, I'm gonna interject, Brent. Do you yes. guys like? cheers like the 72 dolphins do every time like an undefeated team finally loses you guys get together and like <laughs> clink champagne every time an invincibles team goes down i'm just i mean this is what i picture in my head virtually uh, otherwise you are absolutely yeah. right how can you not I, and you would and jared you would do the same oh absolutely same. i'm not saying that with derision at all no 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 and and, and well quite frankly i say it almost hopefully I, I try to be a very rational person, and as you know, like I, I look at that and I go, like, "Oh my God, that was beautiful." And I go, "No, there, there, people are inherently infallible, and this is not always going to work." But then it it, it stands testament, but to how monumental that was, because we know everybody can have a drop off. Everybody's got a bad game. I mean, Agreed. good God, Arsenal just had a just it was like we were just like, "Oh, this is not our day." 
that is always going to happen. People are going to just drop off. Something's going to happen. One goal can sink you. So looking at that, yeah, I mean, in answer to your question, absolutely. But I don't, I, I don't, <laughs> I do not dwell on it because we all must look forward. Change is a constant. Uh, James, in answer to your question, I got to say, man, coming yesterday, that Everton Watford match was just unbelievable mm-hmm. that yeah that was something to savor and that actually got a b grade believe it or not uh, so that got those okay. just three points uh, but the goal that equalized it at the very end uh, um certainly want to was. tell uh give us your breakdown first of all on uh on watford's performance in this game you know i i, I saw a lot of back and forth you know it, they're they're one of those teams where they frustrate me because you don't know what to expect i never want to play them quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are players that are Dini, like just guys that I just absolutely despise, but <laughs> no, without question. Um, and Everton, I'm like, I'm sitting here watching it, just going like, man, you know, for you, for men and blazers, like, I just want you to just salvage something. Mm-hmm. Cause it wasn't so long ago that you were like literally top six top, you know, even challenging. Um, I, I just the the back and forth in that game. I thought like, oh god, they're going down, and then they come back and do that. And I was just, it just wasn't there for Watford. And I and I and it makes me wonder sort of what their organizational structure is, what their plan is going forward. Because uh, to me, quite honestly, I was looking into this, going like, yeah, they're going to take this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's interesting about Everton? Let me read this stat I just found. Uh, Gilfie Sigurdsson has uh, failed to convert two of his past three Premier League penalties as an Everton player, um, and he was kind of the one of their guys coming in to Everton to hopefully change things up but as you kind of mentioned Brent their success hasn't really changed so Jared this question's for you are we going to see any forward progression with Everton in the next few years uh first of all Gilfie Sigurdsson can do no wrong so I, I agree you know, I, I agree what, what, what any of those issues are and all that no um it's tough you know we've talked about this you know the economics of the league so on and so forth uh, it's interesting you know uh, I agree with Brent you know it wasn't long ago that this was a perennial top 16 uh and what's funny is that, and now they're sitting seventh. Uh, I feel like there should be brackets. I mean, right now, if we break this down from the numbers, six points separate first and third. Eight points separate sixth and seventh between United and Everton. Mm-hmm. And then 10 points, you encompass 13th all the way up to seventh. So really what we're seeing is just uh, just the different tiers, right? Uh, and, and the question is whether or not can they break into that next tier. I mean, you've seen Everton, uh, you know, hats off to them, though. They don't seem to dilly-dally with respect to managers, with respect to playing style and all that. If it's not working, get it out. Let's switch it up. Let's change it uh, without having to suffer the actual you know, purge of dropping down to the championship and completely rebuilding. I think they're a squad that the Premier League benefits from having them up. Uh, that Mercedes Darby is storied and fable. We need to keep that here. And I don't think that would be in danger of dropping, but it's almost of just you know breaking out of the funk, so to mm. speak. And yeah. uh, like I said, you know, hats off to them. They're trying everything, taking, you know, uh, that Arsenal cast off. I actually don't know <laughs> what Wolcott's numbers are uh, at Everton. I know he's getting some minutes and, yeah. and all of that, but um, uh, they'll always be there. Of course, people said this about Blackburn, so I'm hoping they don't go that way. Uh, but I, I'm convinced that you know you have an adventurous ownership squad uh, that will change it up if necessary, and eventually, I think they'll they'll strike gold. I think we'll see Everton top four uh, here in the next five or six seasons. I can see that. All right, Jared, we're back to you for your second guess. Uh, what other games tried to get that A grade? 
Oh, let's see. Um, well, I know Brent probably have some opinions on this, but uh, the uh, United Arsenal two two draw. Oh, that yes, that absolutely. <laughs> I would not disagree. I would not disagree. <laughs> well, that got an A grade, and that got you another four points, Jared. So nice work on that. Um, interesting performance, I guess. Uh, like uh, you said, Jared Brent might have some opinions on this all round. Uh, but Jared, let me ask you a question about Jose Mourinho. Why not, right? Um, weeks ago, <laughs> we, yeah, weeks ago we were talking about him uh, facing the chop. They were already talking about getting Zinedine Zidane. Are we still having those conversations? Or are we starting to turn a corner here a little bit with Manchester United? I, oh, God, who knows? I, the guy, the guy has staying powers. <laughs> just, I, he's like a cockroach, you know, just <laughs> stick he, around. He will outlast us all. <laughs> I think he might. Uh, I don't even know. Are they through? Okay, so they play Valencia tomorrow in the Champions League, right? So we don't know if they're through in the Champions League. Or are they eliminated? I think they've uh, still got a. Ch- I'm not entirely sure. I think they've still got a chance, but it could come could come down to it. <laughs> so with everything comes down to just possibilities for trophies, right? Uh, and a lot like you know what I've said about uh, uh, some other rival squads, Arsenal included on this, is that they're just they're too rich and there's too much talent for there to be nothing there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can see United as one of these just absolutely obnoxious squads that finishes you know outside of the top four but makes it to a champions league semifinal you know sure. uh, it just just completely baffles where mario just punt on a competition that he'll say he doesn't want to win anyway and he wants european trophies uh and then the united faithful will be like yeah okay fine yeah let's do that uh, and they'll just kind of go along with it i don't know um i for some reason they, they just hang with the guy i mean you go from drawing palace where we thought, okay, yeah, surely he's done. Drawing Southampton, drawing Arsenal, and then what? They beat Fulham four to one, and now suddenly he's safe. I don't, mm-hmm. I, right. I don't see the logic in that at all. But if they do advance to the knockout stages uh, in the Champions League, I think uh, that will kind of tell us a little more after tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If uh, if they fail to advance, if they lose Valencia, or if all the other chips don't fall. Uh, uh, like they did perfectly, thank goodness for Spurs today, um, and and they don't get through by the you know hair on their chinny chin chin. Then I, I think we're probably talking you know about them actually lowering the boom and uh, uh, and moving on from just that utterly charming man. Mm-hmm. Charming is a good <laughs> is a good word for him. Uh, Brent, let me ask you about Arsenal. Um, believe it or not, they're still yet to lead. Uh, I think we talked about this last week. They're still yet to lead a Premier League game. Uh, at half time this season, although they haven't gone on to suffer a defeat in the competition since uh, since August, and so Arsenal are finding ways to get results, get points. Um, but why can't they get that that extra you know momentum at the beginning of games? Why is it coming so late on, especially in like the second half of games? It's really interesting to think about because the last few years, I mean, if anything, it was the opposite. You know, we were we 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 would languish in the second half, and it, and we're deservedly knocked for don't don't pull an arsenal don't give away the late goal after you've taken a lead you know there was always that fear and i'm mm-hmm. I, fully admitting this it's been an interesting turn to see us actually switch into the opposite and go like no i'm going to snatch uh victory from the jaws of defeat and 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 pull it out where we needed to i mean last weekend was a classic example i'm like it was a, it was a one nil to the arsenal and i'm like fine i'll take it that was an ugly ass game 
but it it came back with a beautiful goal and we did what we needed to do and, and so you know coming out of the gate every week you're you're looking at the lineups going like all right how are we going to come out how are we going to come out is this going to you know is going to work out we don't know and they do seem to 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 start slow coming out of the derby you know and granted you know i'm i'm not dismissing the, the, the Manchester interruption because quite frankly it was it was just an ugly game mm-hmm. six yellow cards just kind of nasty fouls just we should have won it and it was one of those totally frustrating moments you're going all right we're coming in against a bottom three side this should be a romp ostensibly and it becomes a contest and I'm looking I'm watching this game going like who gave uh, Huddersfield the Stoke jerseys here we're just like beating each other up and <laughs> it's, seriously and it was just one of the most frustrating Arsenal matches I've watched in ages and you just go like you don't you don't know what's going to happen in answer to your question you would think they would come out of the gate more they're that type of team that likes to just go yeah. play some fluid movement take a quick lead do some fancy footwork get a goal and be be an Arsenal team and they they have been slow and and I I I've been grasping we've all been we've had this conversation every week and laughing about the idea of like oh no we're second half team now um it which is it it makes it great coming out of you know halftime going like okay come on we can do this but it 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 has been a, a weird shift and maybe it parallels with you know the way Emery is still obviously tinkering with the team mm-hmm. finding finding that right side you know and and god i mean like the most brutal part of of the man U game was losing holding i'm like all these which sadly seems like an aggravatingly arsenal thing too where you're just your your players go down and he was you know riding a high and and playing really well and we just have this just crap injury really ugly injury and and it just it becomes frustrating. Like I think he's still trying to find his footing and mm-hmm. find that 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 real side that is going to be the one that knows what they're doing. There's still some things to sort out as far as what's going to be that one you expect every every game going in. Mm-hmm. Still like a, a teasing time, so to speak. And um, like you said, I think you know Emery will uh, find a way to patch it all uh, all together. Uh, but Brent, we're with you again for the last uh, guess of the game on this section. Uh, so what other fixtures do you think made the A grade? You know, there were some predictable, well, I say, I say predictable, but I look at, you know, even Man U at Fulham uh, and go, you let Lukaku score. Like, what, what, is, what, is, what is happening here? <laughs> um, I did appreciate Tottenham bouncing, bouncing back uh, as much as I hate to say it. You know, granted, that was a Vardy-less uh, squad. Um, that Crystal Palace-West Ham game actually was probably, you know, and, and maybe I'm assessing these on the grade of a really engaging Mm-hmm. game as opposed to one that had sort of consequence but if if i had to pick consequence i might pick liverpool's just absolutely spanking bournemouth mm-hmm. that uh that actually did make the a grade nice work on that one yep that'll get you those uh those four points there um yes liverpool comfortable win over the cherries um now let's let's start brent question with you for liverpool uh now officially taking the top spot in the premier league uh, got a lot of people now thinking that they might actually, might being the operative word here, gain a little bit of momentum now, start seriously thinking about a title push. Do you think they've got it, or do you still think Liverpool are going to fall short? <laughs> I love that you're asking an Arsenal fan this, because we're always going to want to feel that Liverpool f- pulls short. Um, 
I, you know, and as we were touching on earlier, I mean, I, I look at both these squads and Man City and Liverpool, and they're laden with talent and they're firing on all cylinders. And you think like, oh, Salah hasn't scored in a while, and then he comes back and nails a hat trick. Um, there is all kinds of depth there. The fact that we're even still talking about James Milner, for Christ's sake. I mean, like, <laughs> everything is going their way right now. Um, and, and that is not, you know, I, I love having these conversations because anytime somebody gives this crap, hi Tottenham, it's a long season. (laughs) It's a long season. We invariably will face, all of us will face injuries, uh, you know, down games, all these things that we have to make up for, but over the long stretch, I don't think either one of us, Jared, and you can chime in here can discount either one of those teams. There's depth, there's quality. They, they bounce back. They come and just decimate teams. They're playing well internationally. Like it's, it's hard to fall as much as I hate to say that. Mm-hmm. You're scary. You're scary. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Jared, your thoughts. I, well, you know, as much as I've, I've said on this podcast, you know, it breaks my heart because, uh, uh, I am a well, I guess not so closet cherries fan, um, <laughs> uh, and just wished U.S. soccer would just uh. drop a there's a dump truck of money in front of Eddie Howe's house. Uh, I think that would be absolutely incredible. But I uh, love that you just said that. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. It'd be fantastic. Uh, I, uh, hopefully, they're you know casting his statue in front of uh, the Vitality <laughs> Stadium right now. But uh, it's just rough run reform for cherries. Uh, I. I still think, you know, we're looking at, you know, four consecutive seasons now. And I think it's safe to say, though, you know, they'll be safe this year. Just an incredible run. And unfortunately, they just ran into a steamroller. I mean, uh, to echo Brent, you're right. You know, we're talking about, hey, where's Mo Salah? Oh, yeah, just over there scoring three goals. All right, Right. great. That's fine. And you have, you know, James Milner, who's, you know, for a a number of years has simply been a collection of barrels in the back end. And now suddenly it's just he's an incredible right back. I'm very confused. <laughs> um, I, I, I think the addition of Shakiri, uh, who yeah. I always, you know, that was just a very, you know, spark plug of a player, um, uh, just somebody you have to keep track of on the pitch has really stretched this Liverpool team into something, uh, not just a bunch of wobbling Jordan Henderson's, but a very quick dynamic team that is uh, hard to keep track of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you throw out Sadio Mane, uh, or as Boyce would say, uh, Loradio Mane, um, <laughs> in there um and 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 suddenly you know you get a team that is really something to be reckoned with and uh brent's exactly right you know they're playing well in europe uh you know they had a great result this morning uh or this afternoon rather in beating napoli i think we all saw uh uh, and if you didn't after liverpool score there was a a picture of a poor crying napoli fan um of course uh, just like oh goodness gracious no yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, it's a horrible city with great pizza, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I don't want to play him. I don't, but you know, we have to, <laughs> I think we do at some point. Yeah. And it's going to be an interesting contest, uh, to say the least. Right. It's time to move on to our next game, which is of course, another round of rumor mill. So just to clarify, each player is going to get a quote or a line from a newspaper or online resource from the last few days. All they've got to do is tell me if the words I read out were in fact printed or just something I made up. So it's basically true or false. Two points for a correct guess. And Brent, you are up first with this one. Barcelona will make £200 million rated Tottenham striker Harry Kane their top target transfer. Target transfer? Can't even read properly. Uh, next summer. <laughs> Hopefully that made sense. Uh, is it true or false? <laughs> it would be fitting, but I'm going to go with false. Uh, believe it or not, as, uh, again, oh. I'm not standing biased here. Uh, it is true. The Daily Star 
wrote that delicious read, uh, even the value as well. Um, 200 million apparently seems a very fair price, doesn't it, Jared? Um, <laughs> seems low, seems low. <laughs> seems low. Um, <laughs> but yes, it is true, unfortunately. The Daily Star did write that on the 9th of december oh, so, uh, leave them alone because we should stay. we should transfer the we should trust the the daily star Always. not that i'm not going with the gareth bale uh lineage there but fine on 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 you go it fine. comes out daily brent what's why would you why would you it? doubt that <laughs> If it's repeated, it's true. It's clearly true. That's why they write it. What was uh, I thinking? I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, Jared, this next one's for you. Arsenal are considering the sale of former German midfielder Mesut Ozil for £25 million in January. True or false? Uh, I mean, he's fallen out. I True. It is true, yes. Oh. According to the Daily Mail, they believe he is on his way out. I mean, the question is, though, where? Where is he going? <laughs> I'm just shocked that wow. he hasn't made... I mean, we kind of talked about this a little bit on the NLD special, uh, and Brent might have more insight on this. So just, I think somebody speculated that you know the that his quote-unquote injury that held him out was basically just code for you should look for employment elsewhere. Uh, Back spasm. But... Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, thank you. Yes. Hashtag back spasm. Yes. Uh, I'm just shocked. I mean, as much as, you know, we joke uh, both on this pod and as a, you know, uh, a supporters group and songs and all of that about Urzel, he's an incredibly talented player that certainly would be useful in that squad. So I kind of surprised me that they would actually just cut and run and just mm-hmm. take the money. I'm shy. I was listening to your question thinking like, nope, false. For the money as well as just even the idea if only because to your point, like he's a ridiculously talented player and obviously has ups and downs and has been petulant. And there's all kinds of factors that play into this. We were remarking over the weekend of how like, man, you know what, in a game like this, we could really could have, I'm noticing his absence mm. in the game against Huddersfield. Um, but at the same time, we were talking, you know, last week about how does he fit into Emery's squad? Does he fit into his system uh, as a playmaker? It, it obviously remains to be seen. I was I was looking at you know seeing Instagram pictures from him with the trainer going, look, hey, I'm working it out. You know, I'm 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 out training with the squad and dealing with the back spasm, as almost a, as, a, and I hate to be cynical because like I love the man and I want to see him playing in an Arsenal shirt and and doing what he does, but it almost seemed, to be perfectly honest, like a like a a a a, a calculated measure mm-hmm. of like. Look, look, guys, you know, like, no, really, I'm here. Things are fine. I'm working out. I, I, I don't know. So I'm, I'm actually surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Will we see him in the FA Cup derby, Brent, you think? Yeah, right. Exactly. That's a great question. <laughs> and my vote derby. is probably, yeah, exactly. Love it. How many, how many derbies are we having this season? Yeah, 16? Probably. 14. Yeah, probably. exactly. At least, <laughs> yeah, five warm-ups. Um, Brent, this next one's for you. Uh, Manchester United are now looking to offload some of their superstar talent in the summer in order to reduce their wage bill and minimize their financial loss. True or false? I would go true on that. It is false. I made it oh, up. Do you know what's funny? They're actually looking to do the reverse. Uh, in January, they're looking to buy more players. 
um, because they don't just... have enough of a wage bill right now. Yeah, yeah. If, if anything, um, yeah, gosh, who'd have thought? I mean, if if Sanchez isn't enough, then uh, or Pogba to that matter, exactly. Then, then what is? But uh, no, it is uh, unfortunately false. They are looking to spend more money. Um, but Jared, this next one's for you. England striker Andy Carroll is said to be wanting a move away from West Ham, looking for a quote new chapter in his football career. True or false? I. Who cares? <laughs> like, I mean, uh, that that in itself is true, but is the true? <laughs> Andy comes like man. Uh, I, uh, t- t- true, sure. Uh, it's false. He actually, again, he kind of said the opposite. He's looking for more playing time uh, with West Ham. He wants to be committed to the club. He wants a new contract. The question is, are they going to give it to him? Probably not. Uh, who knows? I guess we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our last segment of the of the game, which is, of course, player profile. So we're going to play a round of our classic game, and I'm going to give five different clues to each Premier League player. Uh, each clue is easier than the last. First person to shout their name, uh, so it is name this time, uh, and correctly guess said team, <laughs> or player, excuse me, will win the two points, but you only get one guess as an incorrect shot will freeze you out. Uh, this week, your clue to these players is hat trick heroes. Hat trick heroes. So basically, any Premier League player from the last five years who's managed to record a hat trick uh, in any game, any game in the Premier League. Um, could be a lot of players. Who knows? Guys, you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Player number one used to play for Chelsea. Featured in his national team's World Cup. Refused his Man of the Match award over the weekend. Oh, uh, Brent. Jared. Yes, Brent. <laughs> Salah. Mo Salah, yes. I like how you're like, oh, uh, wait, what's uh, well, my name? Oh, me. Right, yes, exactly. <laughs> me. I'm uh... Uh, Steve Arsenal here. Yes, Steve. exactly. Hi. <laughs> Steve Arsenal. Love it. All right, yeah, that's correct. It is Mo Salah. It'll get you those two points. Uh, the last two clues were plays for Liverpool and an Egyptian international. So nice work, Brent. Player number two is a striker. Oh, on the hat trick question. Amazing. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> who, come on now. Who is it? She guessed it already. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> where's the number 10 shirt? Again, that will sit down. Uh, has scored over 150 goals for his current club. Is an Argentine. Jared. Uh, but, uh, yes, Jared. God damn it. Sergio Aguero. Sergio exactly. Aguero. That's bleach blonde joy or was it silver we never decided a color of his new hair it was ash ash, ash that's, that's what we decided on ash the ash man anyway yes uh, i'll get you those two points it is sergio Aguero. player number three used to play for real madrid is a spaniard would you believe it now plays for chelsea has only scored 16 goals in Jared. Four... Yes, Jared. Marcus Alonso. It is not Alonso. No, unfortunately not. And that does freeze you out. Uh, Brent, oh. these other clues are for you. So that other one was, has only scored 16 goals in 45 appearances for the Blues. And his first name is Alvaro. 
Oh God, Murata, Murata, I mean, like that. that would... Did he even score a hat trick? Uh, exactly. <laughs> it was <laughs> trick question, right? Uh, he did get one though against uh, Stoke last year. Um, so, so yeah. that counts. Uh, it absolutely counts. Yeah. <laughs> um, player number four uh, also plays for Chelsea. Is an attacking midfielder. Has scored seven goals in his 15 appearances this season. Jared. Yes, Jared. Uh, Hazard. Hazard. Eden Hazard. Yes, that is correct, sir. And I'll get you another two points. Uh, the other two clues, a Belgian international. First name uh. is Eden. Um, so nice work on that. Two points secured there. Uh, the last player of the game plays for Liverpool. Used to play for Southampton. Is from Senegal. Oh, I'm blanking up saying. <laughs> has already netted six goals this season. Jared. Yes, Jared. Uh, Sadio Mane. Sadio, I had to make sure you said that right. Sadio Mane, yes, that is absolutely correct. Uh, and I'll get Brent, you. I was right there with you too. I was blanking. <laughs> I was on, going like, for, I was, I was, like, oh my uh, God. <laughs> well, until he got to that, I was going for Van Dyke as well. Uh, believe it or not, Sadio Mane uh, scored a hat trick 4 2 uh, when he played for Southampton uh, over Man City of all teams on the 1st of May 2016. And as we know, he now plays for Liverpool. But guys, that is the game. And the final scores when I tally them up. Brent, congratulations. You came away with 12. But Jared took yeah. the win with an impressive 16. How do you feel, bud? Oh my goodness. Ah, it's just a couple with the Spurs. Uh, well, you know it's funny? I almost said Spurs win today. With the Spurs uh, air quotes win. Uh, God, I just played myself into that one. Brent, have exactly. fun with that. They, yeah. they, <laughs> they all feel like wins, don't they? I know. I yeah. walked right into it. My goodness <laughs> gracious. But, you know, we'll wave from the Champions League. Yeah, we'll take it. Uh, Brent, Brent, bud, how you feeling? Doing good. Just getting warmed up, obviously. A little sort of newcomer's non-luck here, but... Uh, don't worry, man. Don't worry. We'll come gotta, back. Got to, got to come into weeks exactly. We'll weeks come, come back into it. It's just you know, it's a close score too. So you know, I feel like you've got this. You know, just maybe next week we'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> but that's all we have time for. So thanks so much to Jared Bustamante and Brent Anderson. Uh, don't forget to check out our Twitter page at Kick Corner Flag, as well as our Facebook page and our website kickflag.com. Uh, Jared, any final words? Until next week, my friend. Until next week, and Brent. And to you, sir. Thanks for your time, everybody. All right. Thanks again. And until next time.